This is CliffCentral.com. It's your boy MJ Sings on Kimo T Vibe Cliff Central. Alright, so welcome to another exciting episode of the Gilmore Tea Vibe here on Cliff Central. And you know what? Last week I celebrated one year on the station. That's such a milestone for me. I'm excited. Yeah. It's crazy. And <laughs> Thank you. So we have actually MJ sings in the house. Are you going to be singing or are you going to be screaming for us today? Uh, I think I'll be screaming today. You'll be screaming to the end for Laura. So cool. saying, Laura said we should spell her name as L-A-U-R-A. It's not Laura like Laura Kraft. What is, what's her name? Angelina uh, Jolie? Yeah. Angelina Jolie. But we want to put an O like L-O-R-A. No, I, I. Laura is like L-A-U-R-A. No. Guys, how's it doing? Laura. Laura What's happening in Zimbabwe? You know, <laughs> life and it's things. Hard to digest. <laughs> it's hard, yeah. Is it hard in Zimbabwe? I think Zimbabwe is like such a cool place to stay. In. Like, uh, you ne- it's like you get life skills, and after this, you put on the CV like I stayed in Zimbabwe. <laughs> I stayed in Zimbabwe. I grew yes. in Zimbabwe, oh, and then they give me a job immediately. <laughs> yeah, true. It's one of those cool things. Where like, how did you even survive? Like, if you could, if you can survive Zim, then you uh, can survive anywhere in the world. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. thing. But then also. Do you feel like maybe because we want we always bring this to picture that's why we are not working towards uh, improving our country as a people because we always say i ah, know we're meant to go through the, do yeah. these things but how long are we supposed to go through such hardships in, in zimbabwe i think we've, we've we've now taken this whole mentality like that all like the stepson like that thing mm-hmm. you now numb you now don't even everything. feel yeah. any pain yeah. anymore so We've stopped you complaining, learn to adjust. we've stopped crying, we, you we learn just to adjust. adjust and you're just like, you know what, it's like, let's just focus on surviving, basically. Which is bad. So what are you guys doing to survive? So tell me about it, because you know, <laughs> young people, how, what, what do you do to survive on a day-to-day basis? I, I think with young people, it, it, all, it all boils down to just your dreams, yeah. you know, you're like, okay, I'm in uni now, I want to leave the country for work, it's now all, all about just leave the country, basically. Wow. But then I want to leave the country. Leave, there's already four over four, four million Zimbabweans that are across uh-huh. everywhere. I think in South Africa, in the UK, in uh, in the Long USA, everywhere. <laughs> um, if we constantly leave our country, then who is actually going to remain behind and do anything that has to do with solving issues in Zimbabwe? It's it's sad because I feel like the situation has done that. It has forced people to, to leave, and it's not like they enjoy life that side. Mm. Mm. It's harder. It's that harder side, that actually. side because yeah, you're in a foreign country, and it's, it's not like you can't just hey, what do you say? You know, you just have to. And most guys are illegal. Hard. Let's be honest. Yeah. Most guys <laughs> yeah. leave legally that side, so mm. it's quite tough. It's yeah, quite yeah. tough. It's but quite I, tough. I, the thing is, like you know what. Um, I think overseas in general is not just as beautiful as it looks like mm-hmm. on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, when you go, let's say to the US, and the moment you step in there, 
you're already black American. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a yeah, lot of stereotype yeah. uh, towards black Americans. There's a lot of inequalities towards black Americans. True. So, the moment, it's only that when you open your mouth that they will tell, ah, this guy's not from the US. <laughs> Where are you from? But the first thing that they see is you're black yeah. American. And black Americans are struggling in the US. Most mm -hmm. of them have, you know, it's not, not everyone is Beyonce yeah. and Jay Z. Yeah. Uh, not everyone is going to the global citizen and whatever <laughs> to perform, but most of the black people in the US are literally struggling mm -hmm. because there's imbalances, there's inequality, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's sad, no? It is. It is you have to work hard. I mean, as a foreigner in any foreign country, you have to work hard. You have and, to work hard. And now you're forced to even cut out your social life because you, you have you to have two jobs, and, three jobs. Yeah. You have to make wow. ends meet for and yourself your and your family mm. back home. Because everyone is expecting you to mm. do something. Christmas, everyone is like, yeah, my list, you know, my things. Everyone Bring, expects you, know, you to come back. You know, you get, and you, you can't, can't really, you can't really be like, ah, no, I can't, because you're the breadwinner initially yeah. now because you've left the country, so. Isn't that too much pressure though for people? Like, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. So let me go to you guys. Um, MJ, you are a musician, like an incredibly talented uh, musician in Zimbabwe. Wow, and I feel like uh, oh, you are just maybe staying in the wrong city in Zimbabwe. <laughs> when you talk about Zimbabwe, we can't run away from marginalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if you're not in Arare, uh, things don't happen. But should we always cry, Oguti, someone doesn't stay in Arare, that's why opportunities are not coming to them? Or we need to wake up and do something about it. I think we need to wake up. We, we, we need to start seeing the positive side in, in all this. Because right now the advantage of being in Bulawayo, we, we have time to do things differently. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot that's happening in Harare. They don't even have time to create something new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it's a good thing to be from Bulawayo. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm starting to see the positive sides and I'm trying to do things differently and, mm -hmm. and make the impossible thing be possible because mm -hmm. I don't know people think good at it's, it's tough for Bulawayo musicians to make it or even out there uh -huh. but look at the likes of Awobe Gezela they've already yeah, yeah. paved the way for us I think in general Bulawayo artists or Bulawayo arts as, as, as a whole in Zimbabwe Bulawayo artists in general they come from Bulawayo and they go to the world mm, with yeah. Harare based <laughs> artists they sort of like Stay there. Uh, stay there, and then oh, when okay. they go and perform in 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 the UKs and the USA, they're performing for a group of Zimbabweans mm. there. Yeah. And, and we don't you, know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the situation. Excuse yeah. goes and tours Canada, but it's performing for the Zimbabweans. Zimbabweans. Yeah. But when you look at people like Black Kumfolo, see, uh, Nobuntu, Sebengezelas, mm. when they go overseas, they're they performing for a large audience. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's the beauty of coming from a from city like Bulawayo. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a place that prepares you for the world. Mm. Like, it's a real place. Let's <laughs> yeah. be honest. That's it. Do you, do you, this is a real place. Laura. This is where you finish okay. your 10,000 hours. Or you step out to yeah. say Zimali out there. Mm -hmm. But this, mm. is, this is the place where you can rehearse and, and practice your whole act. But how long have you been doing music for? Uh, why did you choose? How long and why did you choose to, to, to take music as a career? What I always tell people is that I, I really wasn't a musician at first. I, I won't lie. What were you, a stripper? No, <laughs> not, not like you get most musicians who are like, hey, I started singing when I was five yeah. or, or all that. Just, I started singing when I was about 14. Okay, not when you were five. Because other people are like, oh, I started singing when I was five. Um, you know, you I was really supposed to have family, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. a child. Everybody was singing when they were young. Mm. <laughs> so what most people don't understand, it's uh, singing is a, you, you skill yourself. Mm. You learn how to sing. 
Oh, is it? You're not born with it. It's, it's not an inventive to get it's people who are, who, who are born with that, but you learn how to sing. It's really? more like rapping. Okay. You find someone yeah. who starts rapping after 19 years of their lives, and you're mm-hmm. like, bruh, I didn't know you can rap like Ses Oro. Yeah. Now you're all this big <laughs> artist. But don't you think also it's something that you're born with? Because yeah. obviously, uh-huh. everyone is born with something that you need then to you see build. Later. Into, that you need, you need to, to build, build and, into something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's true also. <laughs> but your take is different from mine, obviously. It's, it's different because I had to put in work, I had to stay at home like for maybe two months in Apumbandi mm-hmm. Just trying to sing that song the right way mm-hmm. So at 13 that's where I started, when I started doing that Would you remember the, first, the very first song that you sang that sort of like helped you with your vocals Or that made you realize, oh I can sing So the, the funny part is, I, I, I was in a group at church uh-huh. so every time i started singing the guys would laugh at me uh-huh. then i was like okay let me go back home and yes this song up until i get it and uh-huh. it was um zio sura uh-huh. you know it by choice i don't know you can sing it zio sura oh yeah so i was like okay you know come on now carry on <laughs> <laughs> it's fine oh, carry on <laughs> you know <laughs> like not your guys laughed at me i'm gonna learn the song so mm-hmm. for about two months i was learning that song and when i went to church after two months uh trust me the mothers were like all in tears and like, they were wow. well, like dropping on the floor rolling <laughs> in the deep like a bell was, was they were just everywhere you know? it was, it was, like, my, it was like my guy doing his <laughs> <laughs> And um what's like the first project that you're like, you know what? This defines me, this is it. Okay, so when I when I was during the whole process of learning songs, I started writing songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wrote the first song. You write your own songs? I write my own songs. Oh, and for wow. other people also. Well, for other people who have you written songs for? Um, there's a DJ in the essay called DJ Soup. Uh-huh. And uh, we've wrote some stuff for Donald, uh-huh. Lucy. Huh. You have written for that? Let's keep huh. it on the low. Let's keep it on the low. Let's keep it on the low. Yeah, so the whole the time when I was in essay, I was just focusing on songwriting. Oh, wow. And like Donald, denial, Donald, Donald. You're in denial, Renat. You're in denial. Wow. So uh, the first song I wrote was for my group. It was called Mue. Mm-hmm. I wrote the song, then we recorded it, and the chicks went crazy over the song. They're mm-hmm. like, "This guy is quite good." So uh-huh. then that's when I started writing my music, and later on I wrote to our story, which was recorded by Kelvin. Uh huh. And that's the weird thing. It just blew up. Like I was getting calls. I remember even SA. I got a call from the Sony. And uh, look at you. That's like, yeah, Big man. Things. You got you know, now. That's your song. Ah. Can we have a meeting with you, like, mm. as soon as possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me continue writing music. Oh, wow. And not be selfish. You, you, you're killing it, brother. I mean, it's the way you're so calm. You're like, you know, right? you're not winning. You know, you just fight for words, you know, like. You're like so I'm just calm about it. But like um in, in, in my mind I, I feel like I haven't really achieved what yeah. I wanna achieve. Okay. So mm. as long as I haven't I'm not being nominated mm. for such and such projects, I feel uh-huh. like 
I'm not winning yet. Wow. Do you feel if Zimbabwe in general celebrates their own or they only start celebrating you when you're now being seen on Scandal mm. or you're being seen on BT or it's, on whatever? That's it's, it's always like that. Mm. It's, it's the same as family. Yeah. yeah. They'll complain about what you do up until it until starts, it starts paying. paying. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm not bothered by that. Okay. Because I know people are like that. Yeah, yeah. In general. So I've learned to accept that, but I'm 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 still trying to push hard and shame mm-hmm. people and those who are shame people because I feel like there are a lot of forces that are blocking my way. Come on, brother, preach. People preach. are now people are blinding their eyes. people yeah, are blinding their eyes. They uh-huh. they act as if they don't see mm-hmm. the projects out there. So you feel people don't act? They act like they don't see. Like there's there's a lot of um, should we call it um, clicks. Mm. That are happening. Yeah, it pretends to. And the fact that Singamanga and about DJs and people who make things mm. happen, mm. so it makes it hard for us who are not friends with those people. But that's also. But I feel like now with the age of internet, I'm, I'm sure you would agree with me. There is like it's now easier to reach a, a, a bigger a wider audience, audience. A wider audience. Yeah. You don't need the traditional way of doing stuff now. Mm. Yeah. That's so, why I woke up and I was like, you know. What? I'm gonna release this EP for 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 my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't releasing it for radio or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. releasing it for the people. It will find itself on radio if if they wanna. If they want to put it on, they'll put it but on. But you can say screw that. I mean, we, we're gonna come yeah. back to your EP because I think we're tired of talking about you, <gasps> Laura. <Wow. laughs> I'm saying, you enjoy We're gonna come back to you. I don't wanna talk about the I'm EP. Sweating, bro. <laughs> from talking. Like yo, like yo. How, did, how, how much do you sweat? <laughs> yo, this <laughs> one. <laughs> yo, yo. It's another, it's another level. <laughs> Laura, I want to talk about um, you and your work and uh, your studying. What are you currently doing and what you're currently working on? Uh, currently, I am just working on just, I think, personal growth uh-huh. and just healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the side, just to help me heal, I'm writing you know, a bunch of poems. Mm-hmm. I recently finished writing... Uh, a little short, cute little memoir, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just working on publishing that, and then nice. hopefully, you know, people get to see what I have to say because yeah. I think it's worth, you know, seeing and listening to and just talking about and actually um, raising conscious awareness mm-hmm. of certain issues that happen. Yeah, you know, when you when you talk about that, some time back, um, I was going through uh, Twitter and also the newspaper. Uh, there's an article that came in, and then you were talking about how uh, a gentleman who's a certain, in the a certain gentleman who's <laughs> in the film industry, mm-hmm. Lenin Sivanda, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, how he manipulated you, and also just how he he would promise that he's going to help you with your career in the entertainment industry, and then he went on to actually abuse you in the process of trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had someone on the show uh, that time, I think Lady Chawe and Asaf mm-hmm. uh, were talking about this. And I realized that in many cases, artists themselves do not, they are there, they have the voice to sing, they have the talent to act, but then they don't have the voice for the community. Because I asked about that question when I had that conversation, and then it, it was stuck under the, the, the carpet. Yeah. Um, take me through that process. What happened exactly? And. Um, what is it that 
was an outcome from that experience? You guys have tissue. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, I don't have tissue. It's about to get deep. It's about to get deep in here. Um, at that time, I was very, very, very scared, mm-hmm. to be very honest, because from the moment I spoke out about it, mm-hmm. uh, through when people were now asking me all these questions, you know, come and talk on radio. Mm-hmm. I had people from Kulumani, you know, reach out and, yeah. you know, come and come and talk about this issue. I was very scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally, because I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, I think when someone goes through something like that mm-hmm. and they don't have, you know, the right support system, mm-hmm. you will act out. Yeah, you know, yeah. you will do weird things like how I made that threat. That wasn't supposed to be out there, yeah. right? But I was very angry and I was scared, and I was acting in retaliation of this fear of him, mm, right? Yeah. So when people are like, why is she not speaking out? Why is she not going on radio? Why is she not talking? You know, on the newspapers and stuff. I was scared. Yeah, but also, of you, him. You, someone cannot detect the way you're supposed to act. Mm-hmm. I think how you act when you go through a, a, an, an experience, it's it's not like it's a textbook. Like you open yeah. page one, mm-hmm. like this, open page three. I think it's like you're, we are not prepared for. You're not prepared, you're not prepared, prepared for, for anything. Yeah. You're not prepared for anything. But anything that helps you to take out that, you will just take you it. You will take it, right? You will just take it. And mm-hmm. when you ask that question. And when when Lady Chowie yeah. just you know just oh, oh shame oh you know and she just rubbed it under the rug, that was very hurtful, mm-hmm. you know because I looked up to her. You know I used to go to church and like this woman is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like the problem is people act like they understand. How you feel, or they act like they've been through that. The way that they are just rubbing a shoulder, like just forget, mm-hmm. as if or not they've been through mm-hmm. that kind of experience, mm-hmm. which is not cool. But also, I mean, while we're still trying to get Laura back, recuperation. <laughs> I feel like, what do you think about our our kind artists? You know, the persons that are in the in this entertainment industry. Um, do we have a voice? Or we're just there to, to, to sing or to just act. Do you feel our kind of artists actually have a voice or an opinion on certain social issues that are happening? Like now instead of it, we have 16 days of activism that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like only artists come in at that particular time or in general, do we have a voice? That's the question I'm trying to get. We, we do have a voice. That's, that's the reason why we're here in the first place as musicians. We're yeah. influential. But the problem now is our focus is on money and commercializing. Yeah. And yeah. now... That's where it's just like yeah, corner. Because if you look mm-hmm. at Bekabo Tupac, mm-hmm. they used to speak about these kind of issues, like everything that happened around society. Yeah. But Tina, now we're focusing on airplay mm-hmm. and, and getting those those money gigs out there. Mm-hmm. So that's why most artists are now running away from talking about these kind of issues. Mm-hmm. Because and no one wants to. It's, it's now become a very boring topic. Yeah, yeah. To be honest. So... You touched on clicks and I'm gonna come back to you because I never <laughs> recovered you. <laughs> um, when 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 you went through that or when uh, Lenin took advantage of you, um, did you did you approach certain people in the creative space, certain individuals that you thought this could be helpful, but then you realized because we are in clicks, there was some sort of like protectiveness that happened, or they actually did something to help you? 
I didn't approach anyone. Mm. Um, when I spoke out about what happened, like I said, a lot of people reached out, but it wasn't exactly like, oh, I'm there for you till the end. Yeah, it was, yeah. I'm there for you till you say who he is. Mm-hmm. Then when I said who he was, that's when people, you know, this must be a misunderstanding. Like, he could really? never do such a thing. Mm-hmm. He's such a nice person. You know, like, I don't dispute that he's a nice person, mm-hmm. but you can have two very contradictory parts of someone yeah, existing. Yeah, yeah, at the yeah, same time so. you know right now we're all talking you know we're looking all nice and mm-hmm. healthy but you know you might have some freaky habits you know back home <laughs> so, so. and no one will know mm-hmm. but someone might know your freaky habits and that's yeah. fine and then when they come and tell us like ah this guy you know he's you know he's you know we're gonna be like ah no that's impossible because mm-hmm. when i know him as a certain person mm-hmm. and that's what i went through when people just really did not believe that this person could be capable of this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i didn't believe it myself because when we first started working together he was a good person Mm -hmm. and then it just changed so no one really helped (laughs) you know what's funny is that when i was when i went through your 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 obviously i don't know how to reach out i would like you're saying sometimes you would have not gone through that experience so Mm -hmm. you can't too soon like I, I, I didn't know what he had first yeah. of all. Mm-hmm. But the person that I I used to talk to was also learning. So I said to him, I'm like, what is going on? What did you do? Mm-hmm. And then he was also like, you know, obviously everyone else has he their was own caught off guard. And then um, they also become defensive about stuff. Mm-hmm. But then for me, why I'm bringing this up, and I also mm-hmm. want you to be very uncomfortable and mm-hmm. go into it too much, um, is because I feel that we go, for example, I'm not really for things like 16 days of activism. Mm-hmm. I feel like, why do we ha- allow certain organizations to come and say, oh, we're going to focus on 16 days of activism, in a certain, violence in a certain, certain period time. of time. Mm-hmm. But what happens throughout the year? Nothing. You know, what happens throughout the year? <laughs> we we forget about it. it. Yeah. And then we want to com- commemorate it on that particular time. Mm-hmm. So throughout the year, women are being abused. Uh, People guys are, are being this. abused. Uh, guys are being abused. Yes, exactly. Um, rape cases are going on. Mm. We forget about it, and then we only focus on it on this particular time. Why? So, what happens throughout the whole year? You know what Nothing. I mean? Yeah. Mm. What happens throughout the whole year? Hmm. And I feel like the whole thing. You know, is celebrated like only in, in November, December. Mm. It is is making it's making things worse. Because mm. right now, I'm a month on Kilana service today. And then and those are the months that, that things th- happen. Things happen. Yeah, mm. yeah. And most women don't get the time to or have the opportunity to speak about that. Mm-hmm. So this so Melela this sixteen months to listen to all these stories now and it becomes too much. No, for but that's the digest. thing, like even though we're focusing on this like these sixteen days, someone yeah. can say something in January, but what is your reaction to it? That's, that's the, the problem. Thing. Because we even now, like everyone's just focusing on the problem, the problem, the problem. The problem is abuse is happening, yes, but mm. we're not looking at the cause, which exactly. is all of us as a society are feeding into that mm. whole mm. abuse to begin with. Because mm. when someone says, you know what, this happened to me, you're gonna be like, ah, you know, okay, for example, Ungahambe Kaya and a woman is beat up, what what does her family tell her? You know, trauma, hey, behave, you know, we're feeding into that problem. So then now when we're discussing the, pro- the, the, 
the problem and we're not discussing the cause and the reason why this is happening in the first place, it's useless mm, mm. to begin with. Mm. All of this is useless. Mm. And what's going to happen, unfortunately, is one day we're all going to be like, ah, this is useless. Let's just wipe all of it out. Like how it's uh, like how it is with feminism. Like at first it was okay, but now because modern feminists are now like over exaggerating the whole thing, mm-hmm. now people are not really taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah, I do. so it's the same thing with abuse. We talk about it all the time, mm-hmm. but no one really cares because we're not looking at the actual cause of the problem. Wow. To begin with. Wow. But I also feel like right now it's time that women support each other. Because yes. I feel like women are crushing each other instead yes. of supporting each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get women criticize or say, mm-hmm. I'm manga, mm-hmm. instead of them supporting her. I don't even think it's a women issue. Mm-hmm. I think it's everyone's issue because everyone's it can issue. happen to my sister, it can happen to your daughter, it can happen to your mother, it can happen mm-hmm. to your aunt. So mm-hmm. I feel like the other problem that we have, we sort of like... Um, we lack sympathy for someone who were not yes. closely... Um, acquainted with exactly. So when it happens, it's very foreign to you because it's not your sister, it's not your mother, it's yeah. not yeah. someone close to you. So you're like, ah, you know, sorry for her, but I'm cool, you <laughs> know. I'm <laughs> strong. Yeah, but what you said, you know. Yeah. So that's the problem, and that's the you know cause of the problem. Wow, and also the I think the fact that we've uh, segmented the. You know, we have segmented certain things for this is for women, this is for men, mm. but then it's an entire community, it's an entire Zimbabwe where we're going through these issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, issues of you know uh, abuse in the entertainment industry in Zimbabwe started way back. Yeah. I think there was a course also, uh, unfortunately, the legendary Oliver Mtukuzi was once accused for certain things, mm-hmm. and um, that came up. And obviously, as a community, the community tends to protect those that they don't. Mm-hmm. Like what you were saying, mm. people tend to praise those that they know because they're like, who's Laura? But yeah, was yeah. learning. But mm. then Laura is just went through the same devastating experience. Um, I want to find. We don't learn. We don't learn. <laughs> we don't learn. But I, I, do we, don't we're not focusing on the right thing. Because we're not focusing on the right thing. For example, in South Africa, yeah. how many pictures have you retweeted in a year of a missing girl? Yeah. How many? Yeah. And nothing has been done. Which is like, ah, shame. Retweet. Retweet. But nothing is happening in real life. We're not taking yeah, all yeah, of yeah. this into a real life situation where this girl comes to you and she's like, my boyfriend is beating me up. Mm. You know, you're just like, ah, sore. And then the next you thing, move on, you, you know, and think you've you retweet and you think you've done something, but mm. you're not taking it, you're not taking it into a real life situation. Mm, mm, mm. You know, Laura, for you, what, what was your, what was one thing or that you are doing or you did to sort of like, recover or find yourself because obviously when you go through a certain experience i cannot i don't know what you went through yeah i can never know because it was not me but then um obviously there's someone else who's like you know what i'm in this entertainment space i tried to reach out to mj sings <laughs> and then mj sings took advantage of me and he touched me inappropriately or he forced me to have a sexual intercourse with him or he forced me to kiss him or whatever way that doesn't involve consent mm. um it's wrong mm. and it's not acceptable. But what was your uh, dealing with it? Because you can't move away from it. I mean, you can't. It, you oh, it to... will always feel like it happened yesterday, yeah. to be very honest. Yeah. It will always feel fresh. And I think with me, because no one really believed me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even get professional help. Wow. You know? 
So I used to spend hours, guys, are you listening to me? Hours just going on Google and just trying to understand my thought process yeah. as an individual. And whatever I got, I used to write it down, write it down, write it down. And then I compiled a journal, which I then turned into a memoir because at the same time, I used to talk to other victims. I used to talk to, you know, other people who've been through certain similar situations. Mm-hmm. And I realized that although our situations are very different, yeah. our pain is the same, mm-hmm. you know, and that really helped me, I guess, just to know that, you know, what, I'm not the first person. You know, I can get through this just like this other person. And one day I will be fine. And in my situation, it's just really scary to know that, you know, I can bump into him one day. I don't know what I'm going to do when that happens. And that's like something you live with every day. Every day. What happens if I bump into him? Any day. What happens if I just see him in the street? What do I do? I don't know what I'm going to do, to be honest. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know what to say, I wouldn't know what to do, but uh, I feel like the cycle needs to be broken in some yeah, way. Abuse just, in general needs to be broken. People taking advantage of the other person in general just needs to be broken. And it's, I don't know how, where we can start, I don't know what we can <laughs> we do. Should, we should stop sugarcoating it and start being stop serious about it. Stop sugarcoating, yeah. Because yeah. we're now making it sound like. Uh, usual thing, like yeah, it does. It's just a usual thing. It's just another. It's like an event that needs to happen. So I would have a conversation yeah, you, about it. You get it. The, the whole thing when you hear Kalau is coming this year, mm. like okay, mm. you know this happened. You know. Let's move on. Mm. It know? happens all the time. Yeah, because we also had a case with Kulio. Kulio was uh, also we went to court. He was um, accused apparently of touching um, some girl at a concert. Inappropriately, I think he touched her boobs or something. Then it went to the courts. I think it was in the newspapers, uh, but twice or something like that. I don't know if you if you read about it, but it was yeah. such a huge story. And I feel uh, there's it's not just in the art sector. Even in workspace, in the corporate yeah, spaces, true. there's need to just deal with people taking advantage of other people sexually, or you know realizing that other person needs their help, and then we take advantage by asking them to do certain things for them or whatever. And especially without their consent, because for me, the biggest issue is like, if someone does not agree with what mm, you want them yeah. to do, stop doing it. Don't, don't do, it. do it. Do not do it. Do I, not I do don't anything. Get it, though. Not at all. I don't get it. Sabafagil, okay, if you want to touch women, Nazana opposite Red Cafe, we give you guys spot. <laughs> but still, we, we, we still have in these cases. I, I don't we understand. Do, we do have. But also we do have them and then also as as cliques we protect each other. You protect your own pack. Exactly. Always protect their pack. You see what I mean? And then (laughs) it's that issue that we have because even if there's it's almost like what happens in the government. Not that I'm trying to compare your situation (laughs) to that. But you know, if in the government if another minister does something corrupt, Mm. the entire system corrupts that I mean protects that person. So Mm. it's 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 just swept under the carpet. And Mm. I feel like sometimes also people well as people are quick to run to hear the story so that we can like you know the newspapers we're approaching for them it's another achievement it's just another story but and that really upset me if yeah. i must say because they were sensationalizing the story mm-hmm. instead of actually looking at the cause at the reason why i spoke out in the first place this happens Maybe I'm the only person that dealt with him personally, but yeah. this happens. Maybe it happens with other people. Yeah. And I expected um, p- certain people, you know, in 
you know, in high positions to yeah, actually say, yeah. you know, this happens. She's not crazy. Because yeah. I felt very crazy at that certain point in time because yeah. no one actually said, no, she's right. This happens. This happened before with yeah. this and this and this. You know, let's stop this. How can we, what can we do to stop this? What can we do to help her? What can we do to, you know, make sure this doesn't happen again what happened is oh this happened oh my gosh this dude he did this ha ah, you know to the next person. it's definitely it's probably, well, it's probably happening, happening right now yeah. you know yeah. because nothing was done about it and i understand that maybe i didn't move forward with the situation mm-hmm. because i was scared i was still trying to figure i wasn't emotionally strong and capable yeah. to deal yeah. with that so i felt like because I didn't do anything. People were like, ah, she's not serious. Let's just move on. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I was serious. Mm-hmm. And the situation did happen. And it happens. And it's happening. And, you know, something more should have been done. What honestly. do you think would have been done in your case? And in any other case? I think in my case, people should have just accepted <laughs> the truth. <laughs> you know, stop calling me crazy. I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um... And like I said, going back to when I almost broke down, when yeah. Lady Chawai swept that under the rug, that's fine. Maybe it's because she, she was also a bit maybe confused. I don't, I can't speak for her, yeah. but I felt like as a woman in the industry who has achieved so much, mm-hmm. you have an ethical obligation mm-hmm. to say something about it mm-hmm. because it might happen to your little sister. It might happen to someone in your family. Mm-hmm. You're going to speak about it when it happens. Mm-hmm. But as someone who looks up to you personally, I really did look up to her. Mm-hmm. You had an ethical application to say, no, this happens. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you've seen it happen with someone else. Maybe not, but <laughs> you could have done something more to actually make sure that people that do this in the industry are afraid to, are afraid to actually carry on. Because at this point, they're not afraid. You know, they're not, yeah. they're not afraid. They're just going to wake up as another day, another victim. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. You you have to shake the table Definitely. and make sure it cracks, yeah, yeah. you know, and make sure people standing on that table fall and they really feel the pinch of mm-hmm. what they're doing. Because mm-hmm. at this point, no one is, you know, really caring about what's happening. Mm-hmm. In the industry. Wow. What do you think we could do better, uh, MJ? Because you are in the arts industry, you are in the instrument industry where abuse is going on in circles, full circle all the time. It's a cycle that's not being yeah. broken. What do you think can be done? I think right now we're, we're misusing our voices as artists. Because mm. you get artists. So we're voiceless artists. Exactly. You, you get artists being vocal about useless things and ignoring <laughs> yeah. things that they should be speaking out about. Yeah. yeah well, but you get them being vocal about cool cat shows, hey, how it was a flop and all that. Yeah. And there is a big issue right here that needs to be spoken about, mm. but it's too late. So would you say I'm right when I say that I think in Zimbabwe we do have talented people, but most of our artists don't have a voice. I don't mean a voice in terms of you can sing. I don't uh-huh. mean the voice because in terms of you can present or you can act. Uh-huh. But we do have incredibly talented people, but they mm-hmm. lack a voice. Yeah. Would you say that is true? Would it's, you agree with me or I'm way out of line? <laughs> no, it's definitely true. It's definitely true. Because for me... What because the this, most, is, this is a case yeah. study. Yeah. If, if she's, she's saying 
no one it's not even be a case study already <laughs> that makes it wrong because it becomes a study no no, I, no i'm saying we should learn from from what happened yeah with, with, with our story yeah because we didn't do anything or say anything about it as artists we're quick to sing and, about and, it and, and it's already happening to the next person right now yeah probably because it's like the same thing yeah so we should learn from what happened and if, and the victim is probably not going to say anything because they're going to be like ah and let's not make it history to go and say that Glora. So let's start doing something about it mm-hmm. now, because mm-hmm. I saw that Lily she hasn't built. Mm-hmm. So we need to do something about that. Mm-hmm. What help would you say you would for you you would need to sort of like what what one thing do you feel like you you need that could make you sort of like try to well I mean you are dealing with it but try to actually make uh, wider strides towards healing. Towards healing, I think with me, because I'm a very, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I like to have control mm-hmm. over a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So with this situation, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't have control. You know, whatever happens, happens. When he threatened to sue me, you know, I was looking for lawyers. I had five, six, seven lawyers in my contact list. Mm-hmm. I would ask them, you know, what's going to happen now? What am I going to do? You know, and I made the decision to then go. And actually report him, mm-hmm. but did the case move forward? No. Did you report to the police? Yes. Okay. And nothing really happened from there. The last oh, I so- spoke to them, they told me, "No, Sizambis, I will come in and give an, and give a, a statement, and we'll call you back." And they've never called me back. Wow. They haven't called no. me back, and I need that closure. Yeah, yeah. I need that closure to know some, you know. <sighs> Just an apology, at least. Mm. Dora, I'm sorry for what I did to you. Mm. Right now, he's enjoying his life, and that hurts me because it's like you did something to me, mm. and you have no remorse whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I read um, a blog post on Culture Mag, um, yeah, Culture Mag, okay. and they were saying that he's releasing a new movie. Yeah, I think I remember I read that, and I just broke down. So like just moved on. Because like he just moved on, and people are still willing him. to look at him after what he did. Wow. People are still willing to celebrate him, and you know that for me was just I need professional help. I need a strong support system, mm-hmm. and I definitely need closure. Yeah, it's wow. Because you 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 for me what what you said you said I mean there's something that you said like even an apology. Just an apology. Like just an apology. For me, that's like okay, like, wow. <laughs> just an apology. Because I just... feel like she deserved that. Yeah. You know, even though I am not saying like uh because his complaint is that he didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. But he should apologize at least. Okay, I'm sorry if it's such and such a. Because he says he, often... you had consensual sex, right? That's what that's he what says. Yeah. Uh, that it's. We both were agreeing to that, mm. and then uh, so you and then you have you are saying no, it was not consensual. So now, um, for you, the closure is the most important thing that you, you you're looking for, even mm. just an apology. For me, I mean, that's like I mean, there's so much that someone takes away from you when you they abuse you or they take or they force you to do things. They take certain part of you, and. You're not even asking for all those certain parts to come back. You're simply saying, <laughs> "I want an apology mm. for for someone to come before me and say, 'I'm sorry, this happened,' and that hasn't happened for you. It has not happened at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. 
It's it really has crazy. not happened at it's all. It's really crazy. But I think Lavandula, we should start doing our jobs. People should start like as a community. I, I don't understand you know? Tamapoli's uh, why we pressure out such a big mm. issue. Mm. What what are they doing there that's really serious? Yeah, there's a big question about. This issue. So we already have a problem in the we have, whole we have a big problem. The police are not are meant to protect us. And I, I know in Zimbabwe that's just like a, you know it's like a stupid thing to say. It's like what's called. But I feel like the whole world is now turning into that. Mm. Not only Zimbabwe. Are, police are meant to protect people, but mm. police have not been protecting us as citizens in Zimbabwe. And then for you to go and uh, report to the police, and up to now, how many months is it that nothing has happened? I reported in June. So it's June, July, August, September, October, November. Six months. Six months. And, and, and still waiting. And and the weird thing, those guys have landlines, man. <laughs> it's not like they have to top up a cell phone mm. or something to call yeah, you. Yeah. Mm. Just a phone call. No, you know what? We're still They're working on that case. They're lazy to look for him. Wow. They just they, they just, just lazy from the get go. Mm. The whole system itself. I write about this. Just from society to the system, we say. We, you know, we're there for you and everything, but yeah, we're yeah. really not, to mm. be honest. We're really, really not doing what needs to be done mm. for things to stop and or change. Mm-hmm. You know. What would you say? What's What's one big thing? I mean, could we do as a society, as people in the entertainment industry, as the people of Zimbabwe, that uh, could end abuse in general? What can be done? Mm. Let's teach our men and women. You know the boundaries. Yeah. Um, I think now, when it comes to abuse, we want abuse to be very clear. We want it to be, you know, like this. I'm holding a tissue roll to be like this tissue roll. It's mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. but abuse can be gray. Abuse can be, you know, black, gray, and blue. It's mm-hmm. very blurred now, mm-hmm. and I feel like with abusers, that's what they use to their advantage because abuse is so blurred. We don't know what's right or what's wrong, mm. and we tend to, you know, it has to be um, for rape to be rape. It has to be a stranger. It has to be someone mm. who, you know, will push you to the wall. And you know, it can be your boyfriend. It can be your husband. It can yeah. be someone very close to you. Mm. And we need to then teach everyone. It needs to be an actual school topic. In the mm-hmm. curriculum, you know, yeah, yeah, abuse. True. What is abuse? How can someone abuse someone else? What can be done to mm-hmm. stop this abuse? It doesn't have to be a, a definite thing because abuse is not a definite thing. Mm-hmm. Abuse can come in stages. It can first start off as emotional and then end in physical. It can start off yeah. as physical and end in emotional. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask women in abusive relationships why don't you leave why don't you leave because at that moment in time the victim is very scared yeah it might be their boyfriend they love that man you know Mm. so a lot goes into a victim's mindset when all of this is happening and i feel like as a society as well we need to know how to deal with such situations Mm-hmm. As a collective group, because we didn't come into this world alone. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you <course>. know, <laughs> you know, the whole essence of Ubuntu has to come in now, where we help each other, civilian. We mm-hmm. see what's the way forward as a community. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And I think we lack a lot of that these days because if it happens to someone you don't know, you don't care. That's it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that needs to change. Sorry, that needs to change. <laughs> basically. Wow. <laughs> oh no. Like, <laughs> no what I really guys. appreciate, I really appreciate <laughs> is that you are able to. I think one step forward. I mean, I'm not an expert, but one important thing is when you're able to share your story. I think there's a time when I tweeted about depression. I went through uh, depression uh, sometime, uh, and I tweeted about it. For me, sharing that story for me, it sort it of like was a way of me letting you know, it out, letting it out, and sort of like dealing with it because you get uh, to hear from different people, and people feeling like, "Wow, yeah. I went through the same experience," and. Uh, you realize first of all that you're not, but you are not on your on own. Your own. Um, there's actually people that do care, mm. yeah. but it's just that sometimes there's a whole larger amount of people that do not care. So for you to find the <laughs> ones that care, you you need yeah, to take yeah. a certain step forward. Yeah. And I appreciate that you're writing uh, you're writing about it because it might be a way of dealing with it. But obviously, they still need to have yeah. professional help for mm. you to move forward mm-hmm. and for you to also just also come to. F- face to face with them so you don't have anxiety all the time that if this guy could just come forward and say Lenin bruh like it will come forward and apologize have a conversation face to face it will help you move forward because you don't want to be tormented all the time it's like it's a ghost it's like a shadow that's still there that needs to come eventually show up it's not even really that hard but just say I'm sorry Come but on, it's just saying it's just not yeah yeah but I'm saying for, for you to even ignore and and act as if you didn't. It's 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 like huge as if you're paying money or anything. Mm. He needs it's to come difficult. come forward and apologize. He needs to. I just think they even the authorities need to come forward and sort it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At times, I wish we were like Hollywood. Hollywood <laughs> would really block everything. Like for you your... won't even be releasing a movie when yeah. I did something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So really, light is somewhere you need to step up and and speak out and do something about it. Wow, I appreciate what you've just done, having a conversation about uh, your experience, and obviously just coming here. You no, know, I really appreciate. I really, really, really appreciate, it. and I feel like um, a lot more of us could do something about it. And if you are in the position where you are the one that's able, like now the police that are able to make action, they need to be able to do that. Yeah. But also, us as artists, there's no point in you constantly doing a show on Cliff Central, uh-huh. and then it's just a show talking about entertainment, yeah. but we're not touching on real issues that matter, mm-hmm. real issues that affect people. Which is why I said in the beginning that I'm really totally against the you know the World AIDS Day being a one day commemoration, mm, mm. sixteen days of activism being over sixteen days. And then what happens yeah. to us when we go through when people are having careless sex from January to December, December. and then uh, we're not creating some sort of like we're not talking about I mean, that yeah. uh, and there's HIV AIDS uh-huh. uh, contractions and I mean mm. people are getting HIV AIDS during that time what happens to when someone is being abused from January to December and then we only get to 16 days 16 and that's when you see our celebrities coming up and talking about mm-hmm. how stupid is that <laughs> that's what we do with everything like how um, the de- uh, depression awareness I think there was a period where everyone, you know, check up on your friends, check up on your friends. Yeah. We say that, but we don't really do it. Because when your it. friend comes and they tell you, you know, I'm going through something, you're like, ah, mawan, you know, you know what I mean? and then you leave it. And then you only care when they die mm. or when there's a world recognition of that situation during a certain so period of time. We sensationalize a lot of people. People are monetizing from, from all those. From like all of this, yes. They're monetizing and exploiting through those mm-hmm. kind of 
So it's, it's, it's a way of just it's making a way of money, making money. Yeah. It's a way of making money. Because <laughs> like now I'm seeing there's a global citizen. Let me, uh, I'm just going to quickly move into mm. um, the global citizen. Oh, well, having a concert uh, mm. to end. People care about the tickets. I'm like, <laughs> dude, people uh, actually care about going to yeah. see Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. of the people who, mm. are, who have bought tickets or who want to go to that event, they don't they even just, know anything they don't about care. what it's about. Mm-hmm. They just, just want to see Beyonce. They want to see Beyonce and all these other big artists. Mm. Yeah. They don't so care they, about it. <laughs> so then that's already a wrong approach even from the organizers uh-huh. themselves. From whoever came up with the idea, I think then it's a wrong approach because um, as much as we're attracting people uh, through these big artists, uh-huh. uh, but then what's the what's from there, what's on? What are we but, doing after? But do you blame the organizer or the people? Because the organizer is, is making money. It's good wow. for him. Wow. It's good for him. It's business, you get it? <laughs> Wow. So the people should start <laughs> being wise and, and opening their eyes. But that's globally. But in Zimbabwe, yeah. we claim to be educated people. Mm. What exactly are we educated about then if we are not able to, you know, know have something. this conversation and do something about it? We keep complaining. I mean, we obviously the 2019 budget uh, that was just released uh, and whatever. Yeah. There was a whole lot of talk around it. Uh. There's taxes on everything that we buy. There's, um, <laughs> the 2% tax. Mm. Then there's a. Uh, there's all these other things. There's gender-based violence happening. There's uh, abuse happening. But then, where are we, what are we doing with our education? What exactly are we educated about? To talk about these things or to I just keep quiet? I think 2018, I, I we think proved that we're not There's this quote that says, I am wise because I know nothing. Mm. I think, yeah, I'm wise because I know nothing. We know too much that simple things like this. Someone was abused. <laughs> Do something. I want to no, this is wrong. Mm. Hey, it's mm. supposed to go like this. Mm-hmm. That then we're not as wise as we should be. Because mm-hmm. Zimbabwe, we do have a lot of education and stuff, but we're not really, you know, applying common sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> in True. certain That's situations. <laughs> we're very educated. But we're not applying common sense, which mm. is simple things. We're not really taking that into consideration. When wow. it comes to certain situations, so you know, because we're just about to wrap up the show. Oh, um, yes, we've been talking about <laughs> a long time, and I, I still want to come back to your new project so that we, we wrap up on mm. you know, uh, before we get to play your song. Um, if there's a young, another young woman that's going through the same, ex, uh, same um, experience or what you went through, what would you say to her? Yeah, another young woman, another young man, what would you say to them that? Uh, could help them right now because for me i really applaud that you're already dealing with it by writing okay. having a conversation about it for me that's like a huge step forward it's a huge step forward and maybe you might not yeah. notice it you might not know it but She's super you, are, it's, it's, you are brave you are, like, you are such a strong person and um you are a wonder woman not the movie but you are literally an existing wonder woman um thanks yeah you're welcome <laughs> i mean you are that so really what would you say to someone who's going through uh, abuse or has been abused by someone without you know them agreeing to whatever is happening I think first off establish um, a support system yeah know who will actually be there for you yeah and then define what happens what happened to you mm-hmm. um, call a thing a thing mm-hmm. say you know what this happened to me mm-hmm. don't deny and be like ah but maybe i should have done this Mm -hmm. maybe you know maybe i contributed don't define a thing a thing Mm -hmm. call it out 
this happened to me. This person did this to me. Mm-hmm. And that will give you strength to then stand up to the person. Mm-hmm. Because with what happened to me, I was very confused. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. You know, I didn't know, you know, is this right? Is this wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember I told a bunch of people what happened um, straight after it happened yeah. and the week uh, post what happened yeah. And I used to say He kinda raped me mm-hmm. Because I was very confused mm-hmm. I didn't know the definition Of rape mm-hmm. Because the definition was very He has to be someone That you don't know he, You know yeah, And yeah, yeah. if you're going through that You have to know, You have to really know What happened to you And you have to Accept What happened to you mm-hmm. And then that will So it's about establishing Exactly what happened to you mm-hmm. Accepting and then that will help you then stand up to the person, stand up to what happened to you mm-hmm. and do and do what needs to be done. Go mm-hmm. to the police, you know, talk to people who will actually be there for you. Mm-hmm. You have to know your people. Wow. You have to know your people. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Which is an inspiration, right? <laughs> okay, Thank you so much. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I'm sure there's like a thousand more people that are listening to you and they're like, wow, she's standing up and she's sharing her story. And I, it's incredible that you get to find to deal with it and obviously we're gonna seek more help professional mm, help mm. but you finding strength from yourself and saying you know what and even coming up with this like know what exactly happened accepting it and then take action mm. that's incredible yeah and I think it's something that everyone else could uh, is able to to, to, to learn from inspiration mm. from and I, I personally appreciate you coming out and having this conversation because I'm, I'm, I'm against, like I said, I'm against this whole 16 days of exodus. Mm, what mm. happens to people from January from to December? January it should be 365 days of activism. Every single day should be, should mm. be a day of activism against atrocities, against the things that, that leads to a violation of human rights per se. Mm. So, bravo to you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> MJ, because we're about to close, tell me about your new project. We're going to hear from MJ, Laura. Can I bore you guys? Sing, 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 sing. Uh, <laughs> your so, new project. I mean, is this your first project? Is like the first the EP because you don't have an album yet, right? Yeah, this is my first ever EP. Yeah. Uh, it's called Soul and Mind. It's yeah. a three-track EP. Mm-hmm. It's a teaser of the 2019 album. Mm-hmm. So we just wanted to give people something that they can listen to. When I saw Soul and Mind, I thought of uh, Lira. I am a I won't lie, she's an inspiration. Yeah. I won't lie, she's an inspiration. But to me it was different because when I was working throughout the whole project, I, I I stepped back and I reached out to my soul and I really thought about what to do on this project because mm-hmm. the last project that I released, a lot of people felt like we have lost the MJ scene that we were introduced to mm-hmm. on the first song that yeah. you once did. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back and really think deep about who am I? What I want to accomplish as an artist. Mm-hmm. So that's how it came about. Yeah. So when are we expecting the album? I think I have like two minutes before we. Twenty nineteen. Um, we haven't really set the dates yet, but the songs are almost complete. Uh huh. So yeah, you're expecting. <laughs> you should expect that. Uh, MJ, 
Laura, I appreciate you guys coming to and sharing your story. We're gonna play out with your song, and uh, people can where can they get your music actually? Uh, it's gonna be on iTunes in a few days' time, and uh-huh. it's already out there on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Then for those in Zimbabwe, you can purchase it on EcoCash. Mm. So you need to be an artist also with a voice. So maybe mm. Laura should write a song. Laura, Laura should write a lot of songs for me. <laughs> then you can sing, and maybe it can be different okay. because most of our artists are just there, but they lack a voice at all. They don't have mm. any say. They have no True. opinion on social issues. Mm-hmm. They just they sing. When you ask them about something, they're like, "Oh, shame." I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's why you are True. an artist. That's why you're following. Mm. Use your following to advocate for certain things." Yeah. So we'll work out something probably. Something this interesting fact. I used to write raps, guys. You used to write raps? Do you want to see some ass? <laughs> no, no, oh, y'all on. not ready. We're not <laughs> ready. <Sorry. laughs> no, I used to write raps and then I then progressed to poetry. So okay. we should do something. So where do we get where do we get to read your stuff? What do you have a blog? Do you have uh, somewhere where you're gonna publish? When are you pu- publishing? Yes, I have a blog right now mm. and <laughs> I'm releasing a chapter um of my from my memoir for mm. the next 16 days uh-huh. um, and you should definitely follow me on Twitter uh-huh. at Laura Nazanin uh, and then you'll just find the links to my blog and okay. you guys should definitely go there and see you know what I have to say alright where do we follow you um, on Twitter Instagram it's at I'm underscore MJ Sings Facebook MJ Sings then yeah you can check out the blog also www.mjsingsonline.wordpress.com Wow <laughs> You all should have a yes. website like some of us but Anyway I know guys, thank you so much uh, You shout out to MJ Sings and Laura for coming through and sharing information about things that they're experiencing as young Zimbabweans and what we need to do as Zimbabweans to take action and stop um, abuse in our communities and talk about other issues that really matter in our communities and also having our Zimbabwean artists having a voice, not just saying and entertain, but actually with just being an empty vessel. Um, I'm very excited that we have this conversation and we can find solutions and someone can pick some inspiration from what you guys shared. And thank you for coming through. Um, and happy birthday! Oh, happy birthday! Alright, for myself, Gilmore T. Until next week, same time, same place. Hey guys, this is Laura. You're listening to the Gilmore T vibe on Clip Central. Thank you for tuning in. Sangil fumelo tado talandi go funa lafiwa
This is cliffcentral.com.